the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. The Supreme Court will consider a case on electors in the Electoral College ahead of the 2020 vote. The Supreme Court will hear arguments in April on the issue of whether states can require presidential electors to support the popular vote winner in their state. Under the Constitution, the country elects the president indirectly, with voters choosing people who actually cast an electoral college ballot for president. 27 states, including Washington and Colorado, require presidential electors to vote for the popular vote winner in their state. But in 2016, three electors in Washington and one in Colorado refused to vote for Hillary Clinton, who won those states, hoping electors in states won by Donald Trump would vote for someone else and deny him the presidency. Mike Gracia, Washington. A winter storm working its way through the Midwest and Great Plains could start to affect the Northeast tomorrow. This is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. Democrats hold their last debate before the Iowa caucus. Things got a little tense. I think you called me a liar on national TV. Join us for our program. Sign up for a podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11. Here on AM 1280, The Patriot. Hour 2 of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Headliner Mitt Berg is coming up next right here at AM 1280, The Patriot. If you're looking for some photos, videos from our events, news updates, live streaming, maybe a selfie or two, the latest and greatest way to connect with The Patriot is to follow us on Instagram. Simply search for AM1280ThePatriot on Instagram. Here's your Twin Cities forecast brought to you by Great Plains Windows and Doors. High at 23, snow likely to last throughout the afternoon and patchy and blowing snow into tonight. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. The longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. <laughs> now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The shining spot of red in the sea of dingy, dismal institutional blue. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info, rapidly going on 18 years old. My show, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, headliner edition, uh, coming up on 16 years of dominating Twin Cities weekend talk radio here. I've actually been doing this longer than my entire first radio career lasted. Actually, by about two years now. <laughs> so I guess I could call this my radio career these days. It could be a lot worse. Believe me, I'm having a lot more fun. I did my first go around. Well, eh, most of my first go around. Anyway, I neither here nor there. I am here today. Brad Carlson back tomorrow from uh, 1 to 3 uh, every Sunday uh, on the Brad Carlson Closer edition of the Northern Alliance. King Banyan every Saturday morning, 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. We've been the Northern Alliance radio network for half a generation now. We just keep chugging along. Uh, you can join me at 651-289-4488. You can also join me on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N show. Uh, the official Twitter tag of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the place to go for all the latest, well, in people talking about the Northern Alliance show, the, the Narn show, if you will. And, and I hope you will. At any rate, uh, join us either way. Operators are standing by. Now, I want to talk about what's going on in Virginia. There's a couple of bits of news here. You've, you've no doubt heard uh, what's happening in Virginia. The, the, the Democrats won a clean sweep of uh, all of the arms of government in the, in the Commonwealth of Virginia during these last elections here. They've got uh, their governor, what's his name? Uh, uh, Blackface McMinstrel, I believe is his name. And 
well, that's what he did. I mean, he was he he was. There's pictures of him back in I think medical school, appearing in blackface and appearing in minstrel shows, the sort of stuff that was was acceptable in some circles. Apparently, I mean, here's the thing that that blows my mind about Governor uh, Northam is. He was in medical school back when I was in college, and these offending photos of him that would have gotten any Republican cashiered from public life forthwith uh, before the ink got dry on the newspaper uh, have been around since the early 1980s. And I was in, let's just say roughly, it was a time I was in college, and I remember I'm just speaking from my own perspective as going to college in rural North Dakota, by the way, a one of the reddest states there is, that nobody would have thought to have done any such thing. Nobody in my rather conservative college, in my rather conservative town, in my very conservative state, would have ever thought to have done such a thing. And yet, the future progressive standard bearer in one of the most cosmopolitan eastern uh, bastions of the elite in this country at about the same time felt the intellectual and moral leeway to do this thing. Now, I, I'm not one of those people who necessarily likes to, to, to riff on people for things they did when they were in their 20s. I mean, people change over the years, unless it was something particularly ghastly. I'm inclined to give people a pass after a couple of decades of good behavior. Uh, For example, uh, Governor Northam, had he, well, I mean, had, I mean, Governor Northam has exhibited few signs of having that sort of behavior in the 30 odd years since those pictures were taken. So, one might be inclined to give him a pass, but for the fact that the pass was given to him in advance once he adopted impeccable progressive credentials. So that's what you need to get a pass from our media. If it were a Republican who had had some bad behavior in their teens and 20s, the statute of limitations is never. See also Brett Kavanaugh or Neil Gorsuch, for that matter. See any conservative who got outside of, I don't know, a hothouse, <laughs> who, who wasn't, wasn't a project of, of some laboratory experiment uh, the, uh, until he turned 30. Uh, almost anyone is going to have something that someone's going to drag out of uh, the closet to, to beat him over the head with if they're a conservative. So the I'm, I'm inclined to forgive that, except that, of course, that the other side is not uh, so inclined at any rate, uh, Governor uh, Le- uh, Northam ha- leads is a Democrat, a liberal Democrat. He leads a state where the statewide offices are very similar to Minnesota. The statewide offices have largely fallen to the Democrats, including Tim Kaine, the father of, quote, anti, end quote, fa thug uh, Woody Kane, uh, who's uh, fresh from a vigorous wrist slapping in the Minnesota courts after uh, assaulting a group of Republicans. Hey, the local uh, powers that be would never dream of prosecuting someone connected to that much power. They would never do lunch at the St. Paul Grill again. Anyway, I digress. Again, the uh, Governor Northam, McMinstrel, as I refer to him, uh, leads a state government that has been taken over entirely by the Democrats. And they have taken this. As their cue, the fact that they won both chambers of the Minnesota, uh, Minnesota, the Virginia State Assembly, uh, the, the House and the Senate, as a cue to go completely full bore and stomp the pedal to the metal on gun control measures. And this they have been doing ever since they got into office. Remember, they have their state elections in off years. Unlike most uh, other state governments, including Minnesota's, they have theirs in odd-numbered years. The governor is uh, was elected uh, in 2019, not 2020. So uh, this is uh, that's how they run things. So they, they're sort of a, a bellwether for the rest of the country's behavior in some respects. And in other respects, they become like Minnesota and have fallen largely to the bluifying sorting of urban areas combined with people moving from D.C. 
uh, out to Virginia to find houses they can afford and traffic they can stand, but bringing their noxious, stupid D.C. politics with them, of which more perhaps later on in the broadcast. Now, this has led to Governor Northam, Governor McMinstrel, and his uh, Democrat majorities in the Virginia State Assembly to jumping out and, and, and going for some serious, some might say draconian, uh, gun control laws. And more on that a little later on in the hour, because there's some lessons here that if you are a conservative activist in Minnesota, you need to take to heart. We all need to take to heart. Uh, and we'll be talking about that later on in the broadcast here. But I want to talk about something else that happened as a result of this this episode this past uh, couple of weeks here. Now, you've no doubt heard in the uh, in the media the uh, a number of Virginia counties, in fact, the vast majority of Virginia counties, the ones that remain majority red, because remember, Virginia is a lot like Minnesota in that you have a hard blue northern eastern coast area staffed by ref- populated by refugees from D.C., from New York, from up and down the Asila Corridor who have brought their blue politics with them to the urban areas, leaving the rest of the state, kind of like most of the rest of non-metro Minnesota, to be as hard red as it's been for most of the last 50 years. And so 91 of Virginia's counties have declared themselves Second Amendment sanctuaries and uh, having sheriffs and county governments that have said they're not going to comply with any of Governor McMinstrel's uh, and, and his legislature's rules, which some people have said is an assault on the rule of law. And others, myself included, have said it's a response to the assault on the rule of law because these rules are dubiously constitutional and certainly uh, a vindictive social uh, act rather than a act aimed at fostering any sort of public safety. There's a few aspects of this whole episode here that I want to touch on here today during the broadcast. The first one is the Governor McMinstrel's response to the lobbying day that's coming up on Monday in uh, in Richmond, Virginia. Now, the uh, Virginia, uh, Virginia Citizens Defense League, which is Virginia's sort of analog to the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, the, the gun group in Virginia that actually moves the needle when it comes to fighting against disarming the law abiding. They do the same thing in Virginia that we do here. We have a lobbying day early in the session every year where gun owners come down and respectfully, politely attempt to engage their legislators on gun control issues to let them know that we're out there and we're paying attention. And they do the same thing. In fact, I, I believe that uh, there, there's an, it's entirely possible that our lobby day here in Minnesota may be, uh, say, an homage to Virginia's lobbying day. I, I'm not positive that's the case, but somewhere back in my mind that sticks in my memory. In response to the fact that thousands of gun owners who are coming off 91 small victories in the hustings of Virginia by getting most of rural and outer suburban Virginia uh, in, at the county level and the county sheriff level to declare itself a Second Amendment sanctuaries, which, by the way, is a clever nudge at the left for uh, their sanctuary cities, basically deciding to ignore federal immigration laws. What's fair for the goose is fair for the gander. Uh, 91 Virginia counties have declared themselves uh, Second Amendment sanctuaries, which, by the way, brought out the best in in Virginia's government as Governor McMinstrel and a couple of his, uh, let's just say, less liberty-oriented subordinates have said, well, we'll send the National Guard after them. I can't see any posters and TV ads with that coming up during the next round of elections, can you? (laughs) During the presidential elections coming up this fall? I don't see that popping up all over the country, do you? It'll be popping up on this broadcast. Oh, yes, it will. (laughs) At any rate, uh, Governor McMinstrel uh, uh, looks, looks at the fact that you have a tide of revulsion 
of, dare I say, resistance from the blue parts of Virginia. And he's looking at the fact that he won, he and the Democrat majority won their, he he won the governor's office by one of the thinnest possible majorities. And his, his Democrat control in the Virginia State Assembly is relatively closely cut as well. And he's thinking, and, and by the way, he largely won it with the aid of millions and millions and millions of dollars from Michael Bloomberg and his gun control organization. And so it's a Potemkin victory in some ways here. We'll find out soon enough. He's looking at this and, and thinking, wow, what can we do to defuse this electoral threat that is gathering? Huh. Let's talk about threats. More when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. The start of a brand new year is a great time to make changes and improvements. So if you've got cracked teeth, missing teeth, or loose old wobbly dentures, then ImplantMiracle.com invites you to get a brand new smile and save a lot of money with beautiful, top-quality, long-lasting dental implants as low as $2,499 per tooth. Other places charge $4,000, $5,000, even $6,000 per tooth. But at ImplantMiracle.com, our price is as low as $24.99 per tooth. That's a great deal. Plus, we offer free consultations, free standard x-rays, and easy payment options to fit your budget. So as we begin a brand new year, do something nice for yourself by not overpaying for dental implants. Instead, come to ImplantMiracle.com, the local dental office where implants are very affordable. For more information, see our website, ImplantMiracle.com. That's ImplantMiracle.com. Quit smoking, chew, and vaping with a special half-price offer from AM1280 The Patriot and breathe freedom from nicotine. Get one program for $250. That's half price for the faster, easier, and more effective way to quit smoking. There's a limited number of these half-off deals available. It's just $250 for one person, and you could save thousands this year. Call The Patriot today at 651-405-8800. That's 651-405-8800. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Here is your class valedictorian. You want your child to succeed at every level in life. To succeed, they need a solid foundation. Your child's education is an opportunity to instill a lifetime's worth of Christ-inspired principles to create that foundation. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we help your child get into a private Christian school for 50% off their first year. For more information, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage. With the help from the pros at Salem Surround, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. You can listen to AM 1280 The Patriot on all Amazon Echo devices. Simply ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis, and you'll hear your favorite hosts. This is Dennis Prager, and thanks for listening to me on your Alexa device. AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget the Patriot Half-Off Deals Program can save you 50% or more on great products and services in the Twin Cities. Right now, you can get half-off on Breathe Free from, from Nicotine. Save half-off while kicking the smoking habit. Smoke, chew, vape, all of it. Live your life like there is tomorrow. Save some money. Go to am12a.thepatriot.com. Click the Half-Off Deals icon. Or call 651 651- Four zero five eight eight hundred. That's four zero five eight eight zero zero. That's the Patriot Half Off Deals 
program. Do it. Hey, by the way, quick reminder, my band Elephant in the Room playing out at Neighbors in Albertville next Friday night. If you're out in the northwest suburbs, make sure you come on out. We're at, uh, just off the freeway in Albertville in what is, I did not know, was quite as thriving of an entertainment district as there is. As there is. I mean, there's three bars on the same block out there. I don't know if you can find that in downtown Minneapolis anymore, <laughs> the way things are going down there. Anyway, great time. Me and the whole band will be out there 9 till 1 a.m. Friday night. Neighbors at Albertville. Hope you can join us, won't you please? 651-289-4488, the number to call. Join us, uh, won't you please? Also, you can join us on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, N-A-R-N Show. So, a couple of points I want to talk about, about the, the, the happenings in Virginia right now, because there's some, there's some bad news. I mean, the bad news is elections have consequences, and this last election was really, really bad news for conservatives in Virginia, as Virginia continues its slide from being a solid conservative state to being kind of like, in some ways, worse than Minnesota. In a lot of ways, a very, very deeply split state, uh, very much a, a subject of what uh, sociologists call the great sort, uh, which is what happening in America today, where people who tend towards the Republican side uh, move to where Republicans congregate. Likewise, uh, liberals, uh, liberal kids uh, grow up in small towns, uh, move to the big city and, and become Big city progressives, likewise, uh, conservatives move to where the conservatives. You got a lot of people who are tired of being uh, ATM machines for the governments of Minnesota, Massachusetts, New York, uh, California. They're moving to places like Colorado, Texas. And by the way, the smart ones don't bring their stupid urban politics with them. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how that goes for uh, Texas. We know it's done terrible things for Vermont and uh, and Colorado in recent years. But uh, there's some so, so the bad news is elections have consequences and in Virginia there's been some bad elections. Now, some minor good news is as I pointed out the morning of or the night of the last uh, midterm elections which did not go for, well for Republicans in Minnesota, you can count on Democrats for one thing. I should say not just Democrats, but on progressives for one thing. You get them anywhere near power, and they can't control themselves. Getting a Democrat near uh, progressive Democrat near power is like getting an alcoholic around a three-for-one cocktail deal. Control goes out the window. It's like taking a gambling addict to Vegas all of the happy talk goes away once they see that first roulette table. All that talk about reaching across the aisle, about governing soberly, about uh, realizing the, the real world that they're in. Wind in sails the minute they get their hands on the pens or pen or, or 50-odd pens that sign legislation. Suddenly it all goes away. We got some stupid news here as well. I mean, the electoral bad news will come back to because, frankly, we've had a lesson there that I think we here in Minnesota can take as good news. And that is, and that is this. The stupid news is this. I, when I was a kid, when I was a kid growing up in rural North Dakota, uh, white supremacists were not a part of daily life by any means. But they were out there, and everybody knew they were out there. I remember one morning in ninth grade, I was at church one gorgeous May morning, one of the most beautiful day mornings I can remember in my life. And I walked out of church, and uh, on the street and in the parking lot outside the church, there were leaflets under everyone's windows. And I saw a couple of, quite frankly, snaggletooth mouth breathing, yo breathing yokels scampering away down the streets, leaving more of these leaflets in people's, uh, under people's windshield wipers as they went. And I grabbed one of them. And it was a leaflet from this uh, fellow named George Gordon Winrod, who was the son of a, let's just say, a, a rather eccentric crackpot and uh, demagogic, ultra-fundamentalist minister named uh, George Winrod, who dates back to the 30s and 40s, sort of a 
uh, contemporary of Father Coughlin, the uh, rabidly anti-Semitic radio broadcaster, who was one of the most powerful broadcasters in America in the 30s and 40s, rabid anti-Semite. Uh, George Winrod uh, was the same way, uh, and his son George Gordon Winrod carried on the, the tradition up until into the 70s and 80s, and he sort of faded away as he went. But this stuff was just caustically, casually, just bizarrely uh, racist, anti-Semitic, anti-Asian, anti-African-American, anti-urban American, anti-everybody other than people who were believers and and followers of George Gordon Woodrod and his congregation of, I forget what they were called. You can can find them on Google if you're interested, and and you probably should not be. Uh, The... These were people who could be fairly described as white supremacists and bigots and genuine racists and anti-Semites and and every kind of bigotry you can imagine. They suspect they would have worn it with pride. And as I've noted on the broadcast in the past, this was not too long before the episode that happened in the winter of 1982 when I was working one Sunday afternoon on the air at the radio station I worked through my way through college at and Heard some traffic breaking out in the police scanner in the newsroom about a shootout 40 miles to the west in a little town called Medina, North Dakota, where a group uh, that turned out to be known as the Posse Comitatus was having a shootout with federal marshals, state patrol, local law enforcement, uh, county sheriffs, including some people I knew, including the brother of my best friend's, uh, see, my I know, what am I trying to say? Yeah, the uh, boyfriend of my best friend's sister was a cop in Medina and wound up uh, taking cover and crawling away from the firefight. Two two federal marshals were killed. Uh, one of the uh, Posse Comitatus members was badly wounded and treated by the father of a friend of mine. Uh, irony not lost on me, the a, a neo-Nazi anti-Semite, uh, committed e- idealistic anti-Semite being treated by one of the town's only Jews, the doctor on duty, the father of a friend of mine from high school. At any rate, uh, this was a time when groups like the Posse Comitatus wandered around, operated semi in the open, uh, not without some sympathies among the greater population. It was a time when areas in rural Colorado and rural northwestern Wisconsin had an outbreak of actual open white supremacist organizations, neo-Nazis, call them neo-Klansmen in their own way, Uh, people who practice something called Christian identity, which is not Christian, but it's all about Western identity, but kind of a perverted version of it. Uh, Groups like Christian Identity, Coven's Sword, and Arm of the Lord, uh, uh, who are active all over rural America and actually had some teeth back then, carried out bombings, carried out robberies, Carried out in 1984 the assassination of a Denver talk show host named Alan Berg, uh, very much a liberal, very much an outspoken secular Jew, very much the enemy of someone who classified himself as a neo-Nazi. He was shot down in his driveway on his way to work one morning. I did take this seriously at the time, since I was doing my own first talk show not long after that. And I did get the occasional, notwithstanding the fact that I'm about as Jewish as a bacon cheeseburger, I didn't completely blow off the idea that people were sending me anti-Semitic threats of various types back in the mid-1980s. This is a time, by the way, when there was an active neo-Nazi cell in St. Cloud. And as the early days of the Internet spun up, you also had uh, an active neo-Nazi record label operating in St. Paul. This is a time when you could still actually get white supremacists out parading in places around the country. Sometimes they tried in 1976 in Skokie, Illinois, and got shouted down, which, by the way, is the way these people should be dealt with. All by way of saying, the estimates at the time said that there may have been no more than between ten and 50,000 active members of white supremacist, neo-Nazi, neo-Klan groups at that time. 35 years ago. And credible estimates put them well below that today. 
perhaps an order of magnitude below that today. That, that actual neo-clan, neo-Nazi groups may have an actual active membership in the single-digit thousands these days, which is, I will say, without much rational fear of contradiction, an order of magnitude lower than it was when I was in college and high school, when you could actually find them operating. And an order of magnitude lower than they were in the 60s from that. And an order of magnitude lower then, lower than they were in the 1920s when they had rallies in Rochester, Minnesota. I say this because of what Governor McMinstrel did in response to the outpouring of anger from people like you in Minnesota. Much more when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. We can all agree that a good education benefits students, their family, and society as a whole. Education shapes your child into the person they will become. Join your local hosts, Rebecca Hagstrom and Mark Durkin, as they explore how to get the best education for your child while ensuring that the values you're teaching at home are being respected. From cursive to curriculum and everything in between, school is now in session. Education Nation, Saturdays at 6 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. When you're diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, a million questions flood your mind. How can this be happening? Am I going to be able to work? What's a subtype? What do I do now? We know. We went through it, too. But once you start to understand your options, you can partner with your doctor and find ways to face MBC on your own terms. Visit findyourmbcvoice.com and learn how to speak up and have a more informed conversation with your doctor. Some questions have answers. Visit findyourmbcvoice.com to find some of yours. Come on into the Rack Shack's new Egan location and wrap your taste buds around the Patriot Burger. Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM 1280 The Patriot, here with Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue. How are you liking that new Egan location? Oh man, Egan is wonderful. We have so much more space and a dynamic center that allows us to better serve our in-store customer as well as our catering clients. You know, Keith, our listeners love the Patriot Burger almost as much as the Patriot. It's a brisket and chuck half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly flies out of the top of the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Get it? $12.80? Best burger in the USA. You really have to try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue's new Egan location. We're just a mile east of Cedar Avenue on Cliff Road in the heart of Cedar Cliff Center. You'll love our new digs. Come and see us today or join us at RackShackBarbecue.com. Rack Shack Barbecue, Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488 the number to call. Anytime, well, that I'm on the air. You can also join me via podcast, by the way, coming right after 3 o'clock. Go to am1280thepatriot.com, click on podcasts, look for The Mitch Bird Show. You can also uh, pick it up by any of your major podcast apps. iTunes, podcast.com. You can also, by the way, stream the show live. If you're outside broadcast range, you can go to iHeart.com. You can go to the AM12 The Patriot app. We're the best and longest running conservative talk show in Twin Cities radio history. And Brad and I just keep on chugging away every Saturday and Sunday at 1 o'clock. 
651-289-4488, the number to call. Join us, won't you please? So I was talking before the break about the about the things, that the good, the bad, and the ugly about the situation in Virginia. And I'm talking about the, the ugly and the stupid first. I, I went through a little bit of recent history, something I keep going through, because there's a certain amount of cultural gaslighting going on in the subject of the history of, I should say, the recent history of white supremacy in America. The, the the recent history of neo-Nazis, of neo-Klansmen, of people who actively operate in the open uh, with a from a perspective of complete hatred uh, in 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 uh, and the fact is that the number of people who actively practice as members of white supremacist organizations like the neo-Nazis, the, the Ku Klux Klan, the very, what's left of the various Christian identity movements, is in the single thousands, no more than 10,000. That's according to, to law enforcement sources. The Southern Poverty Law Center will say more, but you always need to lop at least an order of magnitude off of anything they say because they're being paid to spread alarm about, uh, about the majority culture in America. That's what they do. They're a they're a attack PR firm, whatever they may have been in the '60s. They are not this now. Anyway, the number of actual white supremacists has been plummeting. The number of actual domestic terrorists who aren't in some way in league with Islamism is a tiny fraction of what it was a generation ago, which was itself a tiny fraction of what there was a generation and two before that. It is not unfair to say that the number of actively practicing white supremacists is three or four orders of magnitude smaller than it was during the Great Depression when the Ku Klux Klan could rally thousands, maybe tens of thousands of people to rallies in Rochester, Minnesota, to say nothing of Birmingham, Alabama. And you can see evidence of this in the fact that that rallies in places like Charlottesville, Virginia, uh, or North Carolina, the Charlottesville rally, uh, had to draw people in from six states up and down the eastern seaboard to get 100 people to show up (laughs) to actually come out in the open. And, uh, by the way, who are vastly outnumbered by people on the other side. And, And not that you make you feel good, but on the other hand, the plague of white supremacy out there is less a matter of numbers and a more a matter of perception. That perception being spread by the media because, quite frankly, in the age of Trump, they need to have a boogeyman to terrify people with. And that boogeyman is a white supremacist out there, supremacist out there waiting to seize control of society if, if big left lets down its guard. And that's why you been seeing wall-to-wall coverage of everyone. I mean, the, the fastest way to become famous in America, well, there's really two. Uh, first is to be a Republican candidate for office and say something really stupid or be caught doing something really depraved. It happens. And the other way is to come out in the open as a white supremacist. Guarantee you will have national media coverage faster than you can say 14 words. Okay. Now, Governor Northam this past week, my theory is this. Governor Northam saw the electoral tsunami that has reared up on its hind legs across uh, the parts of Virginia that aren't controlled by the thin, tiny majority of Bloomberg paid votes that carried him into office by the skin of his teeth during the last elections. Sees the, the insurrection of law enforcement, that people who he's going to need to carry out his laws at the local level. As looking and going, gulp, we got a problem here. I need to seize the initiative back. And so he made a claim that now there's credible threats of people who intend to do no good. And uh, they're coming to the lobby day on Monday. And so I'm going to unilaterally ban legal carry of firearms by law abiding citizens at the Capitol. Because that'll keep the criminals out. As it happens, a group of people, apparently incompetent clods from Maryland and Canada, 
were arrested on their way to Virginia with, we are told, plans of doing mischief at the uh, at the at the rally at the Lobby Day rally. No word on whether anybody's looking into whether Senator Kane's son is on his way also to do mischief to the newly disarmed law-abiding citizens. I'm sure we'll find out after the smoke bombs start to fly in Richmond. But the we are to, we were told that three people were arrested yesterday, the day before, and so. Was there a, a threat? Well, so we're told. Again, Berg's 19th law is in full effect. You're not going to know the truth about any of these things for a couple of days after it happens uh, because the media is not in the business of telling you the truth anymore in the era of Trump. But this reminds me of the sort of, I mean, the, the, the media and government, uh, the media and progressivism's treatment of white supremacy were reminds me of an episode that happened on August 31st, 1939. A team of German intelligence and SS propaganda operators dressed up as Polish soldiers, quote, captured, end quote, a German radio station near this border village called Gleiwitz. Today it's in Poland. It's called Gliwice. It's right by where the border was at the time. They did a quick broadcast in Polish and then took off, dumping the body of a local farmer who had shown some Polish sympathies. He'd been shot, executed, basically, loaded up with sabotage paraphernalia and dumped by the radio station, along with the bodies of some Dachau inmates who had been dressed in Polish uniforms and shot and dumped around the station and photographed by German, quote, journalists, end quote, Hey, Vox.com can call themselves journalists, so can the Germans. Anyway, they took photos of these bodies saying, yep, prima facie evidence that Germany was mounting an invasion of, uh, excuse me, Poland was invading Germany. So we're thoroughly justified in, in launching our invasion of Poland, which went off the next morning at 3 a.m. It's called a false flag operation, and you hear a lot of, conspiracy nuts jabbering about them, uh, some of them on the right, some of them in relation to 9-11. Uh, there's, whenever you hear someone referring to uh, Bush brought down the Twin Towers, Bush bombed the Pentagon, uh, that's a false. They're, they're claiming there's a false flag operation. It would have involved the allegedly incompetent George W. Bush keeping the greatest betrayal in history completely secret outside of uh outside of the conspiracy freak uh, fringe, but no matter. Uh, people who traffic in these sorts of theories are, are immune to logic. As are, in fact, people who believe what Big Left has been telling them for the last uh, decade or so. That is, we're waiting on an avalanche of white supremacist far-right violence and domestic terror. It's the biggest threat facing this country, and it's coming right around the corner. Yes, sirree, Bob. We talked about this early in the history of this show when when uh, when President Obama's first uh, Homeland Security Director, Napolitano, Janet Napolitano, uh, sent out memos to nations, uh, the nation's sheriff saying, be watchful. We're, we're absolutely certain that that uh, far right-wing extremists are on the brink of launching an epic wave of violence and domestic terrorism. And by the way, the, the terrorists that she mentioned tended to have a, a high degree of correlation with people that the Southern Poverty Law Center was talking about at the time. People like tax protest groups, Second Amendment groups, pro-life groups, land rights groups. You know, people like you and me. People of good conscience who love this country deeply and advocate for views that Big Left hates worse than anything in the world, worse than Qasem Soleimani, frankly. This was a memo that went out to the nation's law enforcement and that our chattering classes kept repeating as if it was a serious prediction. For this last 10 years, there's a wave of far-right extremism just waiting to break out and waiting and waiting, and waiting. It's a nation of 300 million people. You're going to find nutcases of all kinds. And, and with this last episode where uh, three people were arrested ostensibly on their way to Richmond to 
cause mischief at Monday's lobbying day rally. Uh, We're even importing some of our nutcases from Canada. And was it a serious threat? Well, so we're told. I imagine we'll find out. If the story disappears completely from the media, that will be your answer right there. But to me, this whole story reminds me of the, quote, Polish attack, end quote, on the radio station at Gleiwitz. All too convenient, all too perfectly timed, all too absolutely set up to, to relieve Big Left of its responsibility. And that responsibility, oh, by the way, just sort of like uh, the death threats against Ilhan Omar last summer at the state fair as charges are starting to pile up on her. She said, oh, it's time to make people think I'm the actual victim here. It's what they do. Northern Alliance Radio, uh, we'll come back to more. There's good news in the Virginia situation as well. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. I'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why? Or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts BAG11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting BAG11 to 88988. That's B-A-G-1-1 to 88988. Here is your class valedictorian. You want your child to succeed at every level in life. To succeed, they need a solid foundation. Your child's education is an opportunity to instill a lifetime's worth of Christ-inspired principles to create that foundation. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we help your child get into a private Christian school for 50% off their first year. For more information, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Wake up with the Patriots Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint. Sign up at am1280thepatriot.com by using the keyword subscribe. That's subscribe at am1280thepatriot.com. AM1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488 from anywhere in the world. Or via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow from anywhere in the universe via the Internet. I think they have Internet in space, don't they? Let's ask Aaron Rupar at Vox.com. He's an expert on space technology. (laughs) And check out the podcast at am 12 com or your favorite podcasting app. 
comes out right after 3 o'clock, so you can listen to the broadcast any place in the world by the convenience of the podcast. Do it. So we've been talking about the situation in Virginia where the bad news is uh, elections have consequences, and if you're a gun owner in Virginia, the consequences of getting swept in the last election, even by a very thin margin, even entirely with the help of, uh, in fact, almost entirely through the, uh, the the difference was almost entirely made by Mike Bloomberg money, and it was a very thin win, and it's a very reversible win with a little bit of luck. The stupid news, of course, the good, the bad, and the ugly, the ugly news is, of course, Governor McMinstrel is feeling the need to make up white supremacist uh, uprisings and militia attacks on the lobbying day uh, rally to to disarm the population and to paint himself as the victim, not unlike Ilhan Omar painting herself as the victim of, of death threats at the Minnesota State Fair. Well, what do you mean, bitch? You think it's okay that she gets death threats? Of course not. Don't be stupid. But a public figure gets threats of all kind constantly. Constantly. I, I know state representatives, particularly women, particularly female, uh, well, female conservatives, who, for whom threats are constant because Twin Cities leftists have a tendency towards depravity. Not all of them, just many of them. Anyway, a, a disturbing number of them, but it, it's across the aisle. It's a big country. It's a big state. You're going to get people who say and do stupid things. Ilhan Omar, does she get stupid, depraved emails and tweets from people? Sure. Did she grab one of them and say, hey, somebody's trying to kill me. Hey, focus on this and not all those allegations about my taxes, my campaign finances, my family law history. I mean, this it, it's, it's drawing attention away from the painting yourself as the victim to draw attention away from the problem you're facing. So we've got the bad, we've got the ugly. Let's talk about the good. You think, well, the Virginia State Assembly is bringing, you know, the Democrats who seized control of it in the last election are bringing a wave of some of the worst gun control legislation that can be imagined. Uh, everything. I mean, universal background, uh, universal registration, red flag confiscation orders with no real serious, meaningful due process. Uh magazine size restrictions and 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 what uh, limits on how many guns you can buy grandfathering clauses uh, coupled with oh yeah assault weapon bans that's the other one here now what we've seen in response as we mentioned earlier is 91 virginia counties declaring themselves second amendment sanctuaries with their governments and law enforcement, at least at the sheriff level, saying they're not going to enforce any unconstitutional gun bans or other gun control laws from the, coming from the state. And while these sanctuaries may or may not have legal weight, depending on how dirty the state government wants to play in Virginia, they certainly have political and electoral weight. Because Cam Edwards, uh, writing about uh, the situation in Virginia at BearingArms.com, writes in an article entitled, No, Virginia Hasn't Descended into Tyranny, and a piece that came out uh, just earlier today, uh, points out, as we get closer to Virginia's Lobby Day Monday, I'm seeing more and more hyperbolic posts on social media about how Virginia is now under the thumb of a tyrant. Misinformation about non-existent bills being signed into law and other attempts to gain attention or stoke people's fear and anger. To say this isn't helpful is an understatement. We're currently just a few weeks into Virginia's legislative session. Fact is, not one bad bill has yet become a bad law. Nothing's been signed by the governor yet. In fact, nothing has even gotten to his desk. We've had three gun control bills pass out of the Senate, but the House hasn't even had a single committee hearing on any gun control legislation. In fact, Virginia gun owners are actually having an impact on the debate in the legislature. Thanks to the Second Amendment sanctuary movement that swept across the state and has led to tens of thousands of enraged citizens and engaged citizens, yes, both, contacting their lawmakers to oppose Governor McMinstrel's gun control agenda. I don't believe that McMinstrel has the authority to con- uh, to institute the gun ban, but unfortunately, the Supreme Court of uh, Virginia didn't reach uh, didn't reach the merits of the case brought by the Virginia Citizens Defense League and the Gun Owners of America. Instead, the court ruled that the groups didn't file the necessary paperwork with the court and refused the petition, basically punting on a technicality. Uh, as for governor's gun control legislation, though, 
here's where things actually stand right now. This is from Cam Edwards of the Virginia Citizens Defense League, one of the good guys. Bans on so-called assault firearms, magazines over 10 rounds, suppressors, and trigger activators. Well, there's actually good news to report here. Senator Dick Saslaw's original ban on a so-called assault firearms and hardware was killed in a Senate committee last week. Friday was the filing deadline for new legislation, and no new bill was introduced in the state Senate. That leaves House Bill 961 as the sole vehicle for a ban on the most commonly sold rifle in the country today, the AR-15, along with bans on commonly owned magazines and suppressors. Now, this can change, and we, the people of Virginia in this case, can continue to lobby our lawmakers, particularly for Democrats who are opposed to the current language and are breaking with Governor McMinstrel's Democrat majority to encourage them to continue rejecting this bill. They would turn the vast majority of the state's legal gun owners into felons simply for maintaining possession of their legally owned guns, magazines, and suppressors. So there's good news there. By the way, the red flag gun confiscation law got out of committee, but only after completely gutting the original language. The Senate was scheduled to vote on Senate Bill 240 this uh, past week but pulled the bill from consideration on two consecutive days. There have been a couple of substitute bills offered on the floor of the Senate, but rather than vote on them, the Senate punted. That suggested that the red flag gun confiscation law doesn't have the votes to pass in its current form. Gun rationing, likewise, got approved in the Senate, but not before the legislation was uh, amended to make it at least a little less awful. The bill was amended to exempt concealed carry permits from the law, and by the way, have, may have the ironic and unintended effect of increasing the number of Virginians exercising their right to keep and bear arms, counting a surge of gun-owning uh, uh, Virginians uh, coming out of the woodwork. Here's the good news here, folks. I mean, the bad news is elections have conf- consequences. You can't lose them. This should be a lesson to all of you out there uh, in Minnesota within the sound of my voice. The time to vote, to come out and become an activist for Civil liberties of all kinds in the face of what is going to be a huge, expensive Democrat onslaught in the 2020 elections. The message is clear. You got to get out. You got to get active. You got to vote. But the fact is the battle can be won (laughs) by, by force of sheer numbers and commitment. The difference is you have to show those numbers and commitment come election time. And they won't have to do it after election time. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. The start of a brand new year is a great time to make changes and improvements. So if you've got cracked teeth, missing teeth, or loose old wobbly dentures, then ImplantMiracle.com invites you to get a brand new smile and save a lot of money with beautiful, top-quality, long-lasting dental implants as low as $2,499 per tooth. Other places charge $4,000, $5,000, even $6,000 per tooth. But at ImplantMiracle.com, our price is as low as $2,499 per tooth. That's a great deal. Plus, we are offer free consultations, free standard x-rays, and easy payment options to fit your budget. So as we begin a brand new year, do something nice for yourself by not overpaying for dental implants. Instead, come to ImplantMiracle.com, the local dental office where implants are very affordable. For more information, see our website, ImplantMiracle.com. That's ImplantMiracle.com. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-218-9520-800-218-9520-800-218-9520. That's 800-218-9520. With the cold weather upon us, it's time to look at the bright side of winter for homeowners. 
Did you know this is the best time of year to get quotes on window replacements? Contractors are very motivated during the slower time of year, and the prices reflect that. It's also the perfect time to examine your windows with a heat gun to see which ones are the worst if you only want to replace a few. I'm Ryan with my three quotes. As you may already know, this is the only free service of its kind. I'll stop by with the heat gun when we measure your windows, and I'll email you competitive installed window quotes from multiple local contractors. Whether you're looking for major brands like Anderson and Marvin or local Minnesota vinyl brands, we'll come up with the best options for your house during our one-hour meeting. Normally, you would need to sit through nine hours of high-pressure dog-and-pony shows to get that many quotes. Let me do the legwork for you since I know where to get the best quality at the best prices. If you decide to move forward, I'll be there to write up the order and do a walkthrough when it's done. And yes, installs are done all winter long. Set up an appointment online at My3Quotes. That's the number three, My3Quotes. AM 